Troilus and Cresside by Geoffrey Chaucer Translated by Neville Cogle Book One Before we part, my purpose is to tell of Troilus, son of the king of Troy, and how his love adventure rose and fell from grief to joy and after out of joy in double sorrow. Help me to employ my pen Tisiphone, and to indite these woeful lines that weep even as I write. To thee I call, whose joy is to torment, O cruel fury, in thy drear domain, help me that am the sorrowful instrument of help to lovers, for I sing their pain as best I can. And it is true and plain that a sad fellow suits a sorry mate, and sorrowing looks a tale of sorrowful fate. Serving the servants of the god of love, not daring love in my ungainliness, though I should die for it I look above and pray for off in darkness for success. But if this bring delight or ease distress, for any lover that may read this story, mine be the labor, and be love's the glory. But all you lovers bathing in delight, if any drop of pity in you be, Remember the despair of some past night you have endured, and the adversity of other folk you too have bitterly complained when love has ventured to displease you, or you won him with too great an ease. And pray for those who now are in the case of Troilus, which you shall later hear, that love may bring them to his heaven of grace, and also pray for me to God so dear that I may show, or at least come near, to show the pain of lovers suffering thus in the happy tale of Troilus. And also pray for those that have despaired in love and look for no recovery. Also for those maliciously ensnared by wicked tell-tales, whether he or she, Pray thus to God in his benignity, to grant them soon their passing from earth's face, that have despaired of love and of his grace. Pray also for all those that are at ease, that God may grant them long continuance and perseverance in the will to please their ladies for love's honor and romance. And I will pray the better to advance my soul, for all love's servants that may be, and write their woes, and live in charity, and have a true compassion for their pain, as though I were their brother, close and dear. Now listen to me in a friendly vein, for I shall go straight on, as shall appear, to my main matter now, and you shall hear the double sorrow of Troilus and Cresside and how that she forsook him ere she died. It is well known the Greeks in all their strength of arms, and with a thousand ships set out, for Troy, and they besieged it at great length. Ten years it was before they turned about, with one design, by many means, no doubt, to take revenge upon the ravishment of Helen by Paris. That was why they went. 
Now it fell out that living in Troy Town there was a lord of great authority, Calchas by name, a priest of high renown, and learned in the art of prophecy. He, by the answer of his deity, Phoebus Apollo, whom they also call Apollo Delphicus, knew Troy must fall. And so when Calchas knew by calculation, and by the answer this Apollo made, the Greeks would mount so great a preparation that Troy must burn and be in ruin laid, he sought to flee the city to evade the doom he knew she was to undergo, to be destroyed whether she would or no.